Hey guys, Alex here with the AJ Nashville Podcast. Hey, I just want to take a moment and thank our sponsors. House on the Rock Home Inspection with Dave Ganatra. You can feel free to reach his team at 615-717-7900. Let me tell you, when it comes to protecting your greatest asset that you ever purchase, Dave's got you covered. Builders fear this man. Feel free to reach out to his team. Once again, 615-717-7900. Next on our great list of sponsors is the Rap Lab. Any type of printed marketing that you're looking for, maybe it's a wrap on your vehicle, maybe it's a new logo design for your new company, reach out to Rich at the Wrap Lab. Let him know I sent you 615-913-0372. Hey guys, Alex here, AJNashville.com. Here again for another AJ Nashville podcast here with my friend, Jeff Perry. Hi, Jeff. Damn it. Why can't I get you to stop doing that? Anyways, so I hope everyone's had a great week so far. I hope things are working out in your favor. I hope that um, you've gotten everything that you've worked for, at least. Right now, I am headed out to Michigan to do yet another military mortgage boot camp training. In this training, I'm going to be in a room with 50 or 60 other instructors, and we're going to be going through a couple different things, getting some refreshers. I will actually be doing a training section which is kind of cool, you know? What's the training section? It's a section where they say, hey, Alex, you have an hour to speak, and you're going to speak about things that you're kind of the, I wouldn't say expert, but specialist in. Uh, my training session is going to include video. Video, and then I have another session for podcasting. So it's kind of crazy because you have these men and women in there that they specialize in their own perspective ways in doing the things they do to help veterans. Mm-hmm. It's really, really cool. You have some... You have some amazing people in there. You know, you have a lot of military veterans. One of the big speakers that's going to be there, Andrew Paul, I'm a big fan of his. He's a buddy of mine. He's one of the guys on my wall. He's a SEAL Team 3 commander was was his job when he was in the Navy. He's obviously still a SEAL, which is really fucking cool. You know, I got to share the stage with him before when we were in Phoenix, Arizona, and that was a really awesome thing. It was an accomplishment in my eyes. You know, and when you meet Andrew – you wouldn't think he's anybody else than just a simple man that you'd meet along the way in your life. You would never think, hey, this dude could fuck you up. Dude, let me tell you. So you're from California, right? Yes. And I'm from California. Yes. <clears throat> don't hold us against don't hold that against us, listeners. SEAL training <laughs> in California. Have you ever seen any of the videos or any of the things oh, that yeah. these guys go through? Uh, let me tell you, you put me in cold water with great white sharks, I'm not gonna be doing well. No. And especially like Andrew was on the History Channel doing some narration about the SEALs. Mm-hmm. Like that's how big of a deal. This dude served with, with Jocko Willink, Mikey Monsur. Monsur, I'm sorry. I, I, his name I always mess up and I shouldn't. Um, I mean he's he served with some pretty high-profile people. Right. You know, but I don't want to take away from the other people that are going to be there. Brad Stinson, he's a military mortgage boot camp instructor. He is also mm-hmm. a fellow podcaster. Uh, you guys jump over and check out his podcast if you're looking for some interesting podcast material. Brad's definitely got it. Got a big heart, too, for veterans. He does. He does. He is a Marine veteran. Mm-hmm. Jay McMakin's a Marine veteran. I mean, you've got all these badasses. Like, I will literally be in the safest room in Michigan, period. So what does that make you if you're in the room of full of uh, badasses, Alex? Well, that pretty much makes me the veg. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because you got all these guys that are like – Rough and tough. No, I mean, at the end of the day, the, here's the thing. and Here's what's cool with being around all those people. They share the same level of respect for me 
that I do for them. Mm-hmm. I'm envious of the things they did for this country. I'm envious that they served and put in their time and did the things that they did, which makes them, in my eyes, a badass. You know, but you ask people, hey, what do you think this Alex fella? I, I would hate to know what they actually say. But, you know, they, there's positive content there. They have mm-hmm. good things to say because they know that my heart's big and I'm out there and I'm trying to help veterans and I want to make sure that I take care of people and I want to make sure that, you know, my big thing is passing on the message and making sure that people know what it is we do. This way they are treated the best way they can be treated. Well, and the big thing about the military mortgage boot camp and teaching these folks about VA benefits and VA loans is getting veterans into homes and kind of getting rid of the myths about VA stuff, right? Well, yeah, that's huge. Getting in there and and getting rid of a lot of the misconceptions, you know, the, hey, uh, you're a veteran and your appraisal is much more difficult than any other appraisal out there. But the thing is, is it's not. Actually, VA appraisal is one of the few appraisals, uh, one of the only appraisals that I know of that you can challenge if the value doesn't come in. Mm -hmm. And then you have people down the line that have the authority to increase the value to a certain percentage without any type of feedback. Mm-hmm. You know, they have the authority to say, hey, we're going to increase the value by 15% because this makes sense for our veteran and this is why we're going to do it. Well, and the reason I even brought that up is because recently my granddad, who was selling his property, mm-hmm. uh, the real estate agent had called me a while back and said, well, we've got some VA offers. We're going to turn those down because we have to pay all the fees. Well, and let me stop you right there. Nothing makes me want to punch somebody in the fucking throat mm-hmm. more than hearing them say, hey, we're going to turn down this VA offer because of this reason. Now, this is the part where we have to take emotion out of the, the business, you know, because emotion is is what locks us up and gets us really passionate about things. And I don't want to be emotional. I want to be educated when I go into something. When I go into battle, I want to be a person that says, you know what, here's what I have, here's my piece. It's kind of like a chess game. you got to have the facts. If you don't have you the do. facts, you can. Ju- everything's just speculation. It's my word against yours. Exactly. And if you don't have the facts and you make decisions based on emotional responses, then you're not going to win. Nope. And the whole goal here is to educate. It's not to tear somebody down, not to make them feel like shit, not to make them feel bad, but to let them know there's a different direction to get this done. Right. So in that case, that's when I take on kind of a teacher role. Mm -hmm. And like I said, um, my immediate first reaction is like, what? I want to punch you so bad. Like your face or something about your face. I just want to fucking punch you. (laughs) But no, seriously, you take on almost a teacher role and you say, well, look, here's the thing. There's less overlays with VA Mm -hmm. and there's less overlays because there's less default rate. So the default rate's lower. And then in turn, the credit score actually statistically is higher Mm -hmm. than conventional. Absolutely. Okay. Now you want to talk about uh, looking at the person that is buying and using the 100% financing. This is typically what gets people is the 100% financing. People are like, 100% financing means bad borrower. Right. It doesn't. These people paid their down payment. Correct. They paid it when they signed the contract to join the military. And when they signed that contract, they didn't know, would they be spending the next four years peeling potatoes, sitting behind a desk, or sitting behind a rifle in a bunker protecting a specific area. Mm-hmm. They didn't know what they were going to be doing. So their down payment's already been made. That's why they have the 100% financing. In addition to that, VA will guarantee the loan's going to perform. If it doesn't, they will pay back a certain dollar amount to the lender, which typically will cover all loss that the lender will ever see. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this. You're a lender. I say, Jeff, 
Here, Mr. Linder, I want you to work with Bob the Builder. He's a VA or he's a veteran. He's going to do a VA loan. And here's Bob the Builder. He's got a 700 credit score because statistically the veteran credit score is over 700, actually. Correct. He's also got statistically more than $14,000 in the bank. And I want you to take this person. And then I'm also going to give you Jane the Builder. And she's doing FHA. She's putting 3.5% down, though, so don't worry about that. Mm -hmm. And she's got the same amount of money in the bank, and she's got the same income and the same credit score. But here's the difference. So Bob the Builder is using the VA loan, and if Bob stops making his payments, we're going to pay you up to 25% of whatever the entitlement was on that particular loan. Jane and the builder over here, if she defaults, I want you to take time. I want you to file a claim. We're going to do a quality control look at the file to make sure every all the I's were dotted, the T's were crossed, everything was in order. It, basically. We're going to audit it because we want to make sure we're not just throwing money away. And there's a, highly, there's a high likelihood that you're not going to get paid once <laughs> this is all said and done. Which one of those two files are you going to take? I'd take the VA right. all day it's long. A, I mean, it's a no-brainer. Right. It's a no-brainer in, in – in, these are the myths that you guys bust out there at the training, correct? It is. It is. But, you know, that's not even the biggest thing. I mean, the biggest thing is this. You know, when you look at it, and and I get into certain scenarios where people are like, well, these people fought for our country and they served and, you know, they deserve this. And you know me. I agree with that for sure. Mm-hmm. But that's where we go into fighting with facts. Because now that I just told you that a VA file is less likely to default, that we have less overlays, and that we're in a situation where we're more likely to take that file, less overlays. Do you know what that means, Jeff? I know you're licensed. Asking you this question is kind of stupid. But seriously, do you know what that means when there's less overlays? Yeah, there's less hurdles to cross to get the same closed. I mean, it's, it's an easier loan all day long. So now we have a likelihood of this getting approved is actually higher in most cases than what uh, conventional is. So now we look at the two on the surface and what's the next objective? Typically it's, well, the VA, uh, the inspections are hard. I love, no, no, no. I love when people say the VA inspection. Can anybody, anybody that's listening to this, tell me what the fuck a VA inspection is (laughs) because VA doesn't come out and inspect the property and say, you know what? You're right. This is in good shape. We're good to go. Let's do this. Right. You know, they don't go out and actually inspect this property, so there's no such thing as a VA inspection. There's a home inspection, or if if they want it, correct. And then, yes. and then there's also a what? What do we call it? A, uh, an appraisal. An appraisal. But an appraisal is a determination of what? What does an appraisal tell uh, the us? The value of the property. The value of the property. Now it does take some things in mind, and what are those things? The health, correct. The hazard, and the overall condition of the basic property. Basic things. Very basic things. So. You know, we want to talk about hazards. Hazards could be things like, hey, there's no handrail, and there's four steps going up this. Is that a hazard? It is. It is. You know why? Because if my three-year-old daughter falls off the side of it, she's going to get hurt. Right. Now, let's take two different kind of health concerns, so so to speak. And I'm just using this as a comparative value. But let's say you have a house where the dog shit in the living room every day for the past three years. Mm -hmm. You go to buy that house. What is that? That's a hygiene issue. That's Correct. a health issue because now you have saturated pee and poop on the floor that this veteran is going to buy a home with stained subfloor and everything else. That's not going to go down too well in a, in a VA appraisal. Let's say that same person, instead of the dog or whatever that left that mess, they changed the oil to their motorcycle. Mm-hmm. That's not as, as big of an issue because it doesn't pose a health risk. Right. 
Okay, so those are some of the things that they're going to look at. They're also going to look at things that you, FHA. They're going to look at the same things: the peeling paint, sure, you know, screens. You have to have. I screens. mean, if anything, FHA. My experience has been, you know, the same or or maybe even a little harder. Than, I think it's been a little bit harder. Yeah, to be honest with you, you know, and things like hey. You have to have screens on all the windows. Mm-hmm. All the fire detectors have to be in working order. You know, I mean, those are common sense. Like, don't I, sell a shithole to people. That's all it takes. You know, if, if somebody shows up and comes in the house and you're looking around thinking, wow, this house needs a lot of work. You're right. This house isn't right for a veteran. Yeah. Because the last thing that the VA wants to do is stick a person in a home where they're going to be in debt to the home before they even walk in because they have to do repairs. Well, and they and bottom line, I mean, we want our veterans in a healthy environment anyways if we're going to sell them a place to live and hang their hat and a roof over their head yes don't we want them in a in a great environment we do and i i do understand i really do that sometimes there's homes that they're just not up to par and that's the nature of the beast unfortunately sometimes there's homes that have been destroyed from for one reason or another or maybe a renter was in there and they kicked holes in the walls and now there's these so need some drywall and some paint you know what there is though most people don't know this. There's actually a VA renovation loan. Right. So now they can get money to fix things like that. So it doesn't knock out the property and say, hey, it just doesn't qualify. It's just a VA renovation loan. And they go in there and they fix up the property and everyone's good to go. Well, and then here's the other thing. The people that have served an ultimate price, they've come back and they've you know, lost limbs or whatever the case is. And there are situations where they need some sort of modified house don't they have something like that too as well they do there's actually specialized bonds and funding for people that have experienced uh some loss of of mobility and things like that where they'll come in and they'll do some adaptive housing and that doesn't cost the person selling the house does it no not at all so you know and and the other thing a lot of people think oh here's a veteran the veterans just moved here from, let's say, Paris Island, mm-hmm. okay? And they're moving here. Paris Island was their command station. Now they're here, and they're out of the military. Mm-hmm. Well, they have a home in, in Buford, you know, which is where Paris Island is, sure. just because, you know, that's where it's located. So let's say they have a home there. Well, they move here, and they talk with an agent, or even worse, they talk to a loan officer. I, I hate this. I'm sorry. If you're a loan officer and you're listening to this and this offends you, you can go fuck yourself. Unless you're a good loan officer. No, because you're not good if you're working with veterans and you don't know this. Oh, you should know it. You can have more than one VA loan. Right. Okay. So if you don't know that, please take the time to educate yourself. I see a lot of ignorant questions asked, and I'm I'm always open to answer them because not everyone's a specialist, you know, in VA. I'm in situations where like 203K loans, dude, I don't know anything about 203K loans. Craig from Loan Depot, that's my man when it comes to 203K loans. I I hit him up. I'm like, hey, man, 203K, you know, I'm sending you 100% of my business when it comes to that. Right. Because I know nothing about it. So I get that some people aren't going to know about the VA loan. But you can have more than one VA loan at a time. And it's a simple equation, correct? It's very simple. It's so simple. I'm not going to tell you guys because (laughs) I just want you to reach out to any VA home loan expert or specialist, as I prefer to call them, because nobody's really an expert in an ever-changing market. But reach out to a VA home loan specialist and say, hey, this person had a home. Here was a purchase price. They're looking at buying this. How can we make this happen? Mm -hmm. You know, And that's, that's where we'll sit down and we'll figure those numbers out. And if it can happen, it will happen. And keep in mind, I'm not talking about just VA here in Tennessee with me and hoorah, let me do all your loans. If you're in any of the 50 states, I work with some of the top instructors, I can't even talk today, 
top instructors in the nation. It doesn't matter if you're in California, New York, Florida, Oregon, Texas. I know somebody. So all you have to do if you say, you know what, hey, I'm listening to this. And as I listen to this, my sister's getting you know, relocated to Texas. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Alex knows anybody. Guess what I do? Pick up the phone, call one of the people I know, and make sure that these veterans are getting taken care of. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, nothing else really matters. I'll help people solve their loan problems with a different loan officer. Yeah, I've heard care. you. I've heard you multiple times talking to people that we're not doing the loan, but you're helping them. Yeah, and why do we help them? We help them because we're serving the veteran. Right. We're not helping them because we're like, hey, you want to take all our competition and all our paychecks away and everything else here? No problem. No, because at the end of the day, these folks fought for us to do what we do on a daily basis and just to be free and not worry about things. Right. Exactly. Not to mention, once again, we're helping veterans. That's the goal. Mm-hmm. Another thing that the listeners of this podcast need to know. So there's some VA regional loan centers. We call them RLCs for short. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, each state has their own assigned VA regional loan center. Now, I'm not going to go through each one of these because there's a lot of them. But if you're in a state like Tennessee, for example, Our RLC, or Regional Loan Center, is located in Atlanta, Georgia. Mm -hmm. If you ever have a VA question, be it you're a veteran listening to this, or maybe you're a loan officer or a real estate agent that's getting jacked around by a loan officer, you can simply pick up the phone and call the VA Regional Loan Center, and they will answer your questions. So... Literally, hey, you got a question? No problem. Here's a person at the VA or the VA Regional Loan Center or RLC as we refer to it too. They will answer your questions. Mm -hmm. Even if it's a tricky situation. Hey, I got a veteran. This is going on. And then they have this and this and this. Can we do this? Yes. Here's your answer. Or let's say you have a situation where the certificate of eligibility comes back and there's something weird that you don't understand on there. Call the RLC. It's pretty simple. Like, don't just drown these problems out. Or drag and hope them they out. get solved. Or drag them out and, t- and, and lose closing dates and things like yeah. that for these people. Too. Let me tell you, they're not going to get solved if you don't find you, – if you have a problem, you need to find an answer immediately because it's not just going to go away. you know. And finding solutions to things is what we do. That's mm-hmm. what we get paid for. So if you're in a situation where something like that pops up, just do the right thing. Call the regional loan center, get the answer, and – Move forward from there. Yeah. You know, the other thing is, is make sure if you're a loan officer, get your certificate of eligibility as soon as you can. If you pull the credit, pull the COE too. It's in WebLGY. If you don't have access to it, get somebody in your admin staff to do so. Because the fact of the matter is there's been far, far too many veterans that have gone down this road to only find out that maybe their service length wasn't long enough. Mm -hmm. Or maybe they were a reservist and they didn't have enough points to be qualified for the VA home loan. And let me tell you how disappointing that is to somebody that's expecting this loan and expecting to close and their family's all, they're all riled up. They're ready to move in their new home just to get told on the 28th day. Hey, sorry. You're not going to get the keys to your house. We waited till the last minute. We know that this is something we should have done a long, long time ago, but we actually specialize in, USDA loans, and we didn't even know a certificate of eligibility or an NGB form even existed. Sorry. Like, how do you think that makes people feel? Hmm. We're professionals, right? No wonder why we have such shitty names sometimes. You know, there was a study not too long ago, and it was, they asked used car people, 
hey, what's the one thing you want to wouldn't want to be referred to or you would take offense to if you were referred to as this type of person? They said, can you guess? Loan officers. Literally, used car salesmen don't want to be loan officers. Like, it, and you know what? Used car salesmen is usually when people talk about, hey, you know, it's that would be, be a bad it's job. Supposed to be the worst, but it's supposed to be. And, and, and we both did that. So let yeah. me tell you, it's not an easy job by any means. It's not. It's actually a super, super hard job because you yeah. get assholes like me that come in and you're like, I'm not negotiating. I want that car, that color, this price. Saw it on Google. Sell it to me. Yeah. And you don't even want to talk to the people. It's not the funnest job in the world. It's not, but. Those people that have what we consider not the funnest job in the world would rather be in their position than ours. Yeah. And it's because we get a bad rap. And why do we get that bad rap? Because we don't do our due diligence on the front end to make sure that we're qualifying people entirely to make sure that they're getting into the home loan they deserve to be in or the one they earned. And we're talking about what? The only biggest thing that you're ever going to purchase in your the life most purchase, of the time. Yeah, for most people, for most people, right? This is the biggest purchase they'll ever make, and it's not just a purchase. Like you're buying something cool, you're buying a place where you're actually going to sleep under that roof. You're going to lay your head, and you come home. Right? It's your sanctuary. It's what your, about the What about the memories? Right. Hey, I watched my daughter grow up at the end of that table. It's the largest thing that you're going to purchase. It, right. For most of us. And here's the be- here's the biggest thing: loan officers that are out there, even real estate agents that are out there listening. Here's the one thing I want you to ask every single person you talk to. Jeff, you, you know what that is. Are you a veteran? Yes. Not are you. Are you or your spouse, or your spouse. a veteran? You know right. why? Because there's a lot of badass women out yeah. there that have served. That's true. Too. So there's a lot of women out there, like my brother, for example. Him and his wife are both Marines. Yeah. You know, my other brother, he's a Marine, you know. So if the wife was out and they were showing a property and – they never – let's say the wife handles everything mm-hmm. because my brother Andy, he stays pretty busy quite a bit at the office doing things. And his wife helps out tremendously. Mm-hmm. But if it comes to something like that, I'm sure he'd be like, hey, can you handle this? I'm going to do this. So what happens if we go through the whole loan process and I'm Mr. Loan Officer and I set you up and I'm like, all right, here it is. FHA loan, 3.5% down, 6% interest or not 6%, 5% interest rate. You know, Plus you're going to pay a mortgage insurance premium each month of $170. What did I just do? I charged you for a program you didn't even deserve to be in. Right. Why? Because, because you didn't I ask didn't one say, simple question. Are you a veteran? Or your or husband? Your a veteran. Or your wife? Or your spouse? Yes. Spouse. Those of you that are listening, just so you know, if your mom, your dad, your cousins, your brothers, if you are not the veteran or you are not married to the veteran, you do not have access to the VA home loan unless you are a surviving spouse. Yeah. Now explain that. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's there's a lot that goes into that. But basically, if you are the survivor of a spouse that has now deceased due to uh, some type of complications that they had, like Agent Orange, Agent Orange was huge. You had a ton of people that passed away due to Agent Orange exposure. Tell your loan officer. Which left a spouse that was remaining. As long as that spouse has not remarried or is not currently remarried, they are eligible for the surviving spouse benefit. Mm -hmm. Now, let's say... You know, Judy Smith, and I'm just making up this name, sure. was married to Alan Smith, who was exposed to Agent Orange and passed away due to complications of that. Mm-hmm. Then Judy Smith would get those benefits passed down to her as a surviving spouse. Mm-hmm. Now, Judy Smith goes, gets married, and now her last name is Huckleberry. I'm your Huckleberry. Then it's no, not going to work. It's not going to work. But if Judy Huckleberry turns back into Judy Smith, which is not married so any it didn't longer. Work out. 
Right. It, didn't, it never works out. <laughs> Two times around. Are you kidding me? It didn't work out that time. That's when you talk to people like, how many times have you been married? It's never like once So or she's twice. now back to Judy Smith. She's now back to Judy Smith. Judy Smith now has that eligibility as the surviving spouse. Still. Again. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Judy Smith, if you're out there, don't go be someone's huckleberry and try to use the VA surviving spouse benefit because it will not work. Right. Know that if you are using a surviving spouse benefit, it does have to go to the regional loan center or what we refer to as the RLC to be approved. Sure. So it is a longer process. So your 21-day closing, closing day, as we usually do it, uh-huh. is going to take much, much more time. Right. So, but well worth it. Yes. But anyways, hey, I've got to run. I've got to jump on an airplane. I've got to go and hang out with You're all these people. Run. I'm not gonna, <laughs> just kidding. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> we'll see if you run after this. I'm gonna shoot you in your fucking kneecaps. So, anyways, hey, I want to thank everyone for tuning in. I hope you've had a fantastic week. I hope this weekend coming up treats you as well as you earned, and I hope things are going great for you. We'll talk to you soon. Hey guys, thanks again for tuning in to the AJ Nashville podcast. Let me take a second to thank our sponsors, the people that make it possible for me to be in your ears on a week-to-week basis. Thanks again for tuning in. House on the Rock Home Inspection with Dave Ganatra. You can feel free to reach his team at 615-717-7900. Let me tell you, when it comes to protecting your greatest asset that you ever purchase, Dave's got you covered. Builders fear this man. Feel free to reach out to his team. Once again, 615-717-7900.